0: aging gratefully into retirement. Have you thought about that? Have you thought about what that even means and what your retirement is going to look like? Um, There's a lot of different ways that retirement can shape up for a lot of different people. And so we brought in an expert. um, Her name is Holly Kelly. Uh, We had a great interview with her. She's a gerontologist and uh, a bookseller. She's got a podcast. She's got a radio show. She's all over the place talking about how to age into retirement. And we had a great interview with her. I think you're going to like it.
1: Yeah, she's a number one, Amazon number one bestseller. And the name of her book is Sunrises and Sunsets, Final Affairs Forged with Flair, Finesse and Functionality. It's a, a great interview. Uh, Merce and I are always looking for things that we can bring to the table. And I you definitely are going to get a lot of value when you think about getting ready for and living through retirement, and and just looking at it from a big life picture. And so we're so excited to bring this to you. Uh, By the way, if you've not had a chance, check out our website, pomwealth.net. Go to the blog page, we have a new article that comes out every single week uh, on many different topics. But As we do on every single one of these shows, we have to do a disclosure before we get into it. So Merce, can you do that for us? I
0: sure can. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your specific situation. Enjoy the show.
2: Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stansel and Merce Tariq.
1: Welcome everyone to our Monday podcast. Every Monday, um, Merce and I, our goal is to interview someone that we think is can add value to you as a listener, as well as as an expert in something that Merce and I are not experts in. So we kind of try to to, to bring in some uh, different folks. And as you know, we, we talk about a lot of different things. We talk about financial, legacy, as well as lifestyle. But today we have um, a, a special guest, Holly Kelly, and she is a gerontologist, as well as a, than- or a fellow in thanatology. So we're gonna learn about what all those mean in our conversation with her, but she's also a Amazon num- number one bestseller. So we'll hear about her book and how that might be able to help us as well. But first of all, let me just uh, say this. Holly, thank you so much for coming on the show today and, and sharing some of your expertise with us.
3: I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for the invitation. And I'm excited to have this dialogue with you.
0: Yeah, I, I, um, I'm very excited. I got to know you a little bit, got to know about your teachings and everything like that. And it just made sense for the people that listen to our podcast. Um, uh, you know, everything that you talk about aligns very well with you know, the transition to retirement, how does that work? Oftentimes, we're so stressed about getting to retirement, we don't really think about how what we're going to do afterwards and how that whole process of, of retirement and that next stage of our life is going to play out. So I'm excited for the conversation we're going to have here today, Holly. So thanks again uh, for joining us. But if you could just start us off, because I know Raiden just said two big words there, gerontology and Anatology, could you just give us an idea as to what that really is?
3: It's two very misunderstood terms. So a gerontologist uh, are generally very passionate people in the work that they do. Um, More commonly known as individuals that are experts in the field of aging, and they approach aging from areas of social, cultural, psychological, cognitive, uh, just so many different areas where they study aging and problems of the aged. And a fellow in thanatology uh, is uh, something that uh, really is somebody that is an expert on death, dying, and bereavement. And it is a certification through the Association of Death, uh, Dying, and um, uh, Association of of Death, Dying, and Bereavement.
1: Very good. So, Mm -hmm. well, we certainly appreciate uh, you being able to talk to us on these things. Um, I was telling you before we actually started, you know, Merce and I, we work with individuals that are typically what we define as close to retirement or already in retirement. So that for us typically means a client becomes a client somewhere around the age of 55 ish. And then they usually stay with us all the rest of their life. And so uh, a lot of these issues are things that we talk about with them, their family or whatever it might be. So I'm I'm curious, what inspired you kind of what drove you into this type of profession when it comes to this? And I know you use some, some, some good terminology, but you call it positive aging. And then obviously end of life planning, what kind of got you into this area?
3: Well, I feel like uh, if we're lucky enough, literally to just continue to wake up many, many mornings, and have the gift of uh, that, uh, we have hit the lottery of life. Uh, we have had the fortunes of aging. So I really feel like that this is something we should get really, really good at and not buy into society's propaganda that it is just this downhill spiral, but instead that it is just this uphill, um, amazing gift and that it is the best of the years ahead. So it's something that I just was very, very passionate about and that we should be positive uh, stakeholders in that. As far as the fellow in theanatology, when I was a very young girl, um, 19, 20, 21, I was a young writer and I think my first work was published at the age of 18 and a family friend lost her husband and she knew that I wrote and asked me to write and deliver officiate her husband's funeral. And I was like, Oh my goodness, I don't want to do this. And then I thought about it. And I said, you know what, this is an incredible honor. And I thought about how amazing he was and all the gems that he brought to the world and how incredible that would be for me to have this opportunity to Bring him to, to life in front of everybody and to perhaps allow them the opportunity uh, to have healing and illuminate his life. And so I did it. And I was nervous. Uh, but afterwards, everyone said, Oh my goodness, will you write my funeral uh, uh-huh. for me? And so at a very young age, I started writing funerals and officiating funerals. And so it kind of got me very comfortable with that very real aspect of living.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a really nice story as to how you got into it. And that's a lot of pressure put on an 18 year old. um, And but it looks like you thrived in that environment. And then uh, obviously, that has led you to a few different things, which we'll get into. I know you've got a book, you've got a thriving radio show and podcast that talks about all of these uh, different topics of retirement and beyond. Um, but I've got a tough question for you here, because this could go in any direction, depending on who you're talking to, what uh, what type of background you're talking to, or uh, what age you're talking to. But how, how do you, Holly, how do you define retirement?
3: Oh, my goodness. I define uh, retirement as the ad- grand adventure that awaits but i actually don't use the word retirement uh re uh means uh the prefix means again and tired <laughs> means in need of sleep uh so i coined a term re-inspirement um, means again uh inspire means of uh, just uh, really uh excited about something and uh the suffix meant means um, action and so i love the idea that we are uh, inspired towards action and something exciting and creative so that's what i want for everybody i want them to really explore what's next and i want them to be inspired uh, towards that childlike wonder uh, and all of the things that they haven't been able to do uh, because of the daily grind um, because of the clock. And I want them to just really let loose and to marvel um, and just really seize what is next.
1: Great. So, you know, and in, in, I've been doing this for a little over 20 years. Merce and I've been working together doing this for 10. And what we find is, is that when somebody gets to that point where they're saying, either I'm you know, about to retire, we can call about five years, two years next year. Uh, it is a an emotional uh, transition for them to get from this plan of work to this plan of what we're gonna call retirement. And people have, diff- just like you just did, people have different definitions of retirement. Now, we also know that, that there's other things that they're battling uh, as we get into those ages. So as you think about what you do in the area that you work, what are some of the challenges that you find that people have as they are, you know, aging into retirement? I mean, what, what do you find as a, are, are some of those major challenges?
3: There's so many, uh, literally. Um, I have a presentation that I do. It's called I Married You for Life, Not for Lunch. And uh, one of them is because partners aren't used to being together. And um, the wife is like, Hey, you know, I love you, but I'm not used to spending this much time with you. And so it's learning uh, to be around each other. Again, we experienced this so much of recent times with COVID uh, and the divorce rate really spiked because people weren't used to being together. Another one is our aging bodies. um, And uh, we maybe don't have um, the the things that used to be the way they were. Uh, we need reading glasses. Um, and we didn't used to be able to see or maybe contacts. And um, maybe we need to, uh, when we we're climbing that mountain that we were able to climb in our youth, we need to take a break on the way up and things like that. And so I think that we need to think about that we need to do what we can with what we have, with where we're at, and really appreciate that we're able to. Um, finances uh, will, I think, a major concern which you face every day in the work that you do is people are concerned, will we outlive um, the, the money that we've set aside and that we've earned? Um, and, you know, uh, Social Security, health insurance that the company paid for oh my goodness, now I have, you know, Medicare uh, and a Medicare supplement to pay for. And I didn't think about all of those things. So I think that finances are a very big one. And that's where the grand work that you do comes in to guide people and uh, help them along and usher them through those many hurdles and worries that they have and dispel those fears uh, so that they can live uh, on the other side of retirement. And The other one that I see is really challenging for people is that work defined to them and they don't know who they are without that job and not realizing that they're not the job um, and that they're not the engineer, they're actually a person. Uh, And so really trying to figure out who they are without that title and that often is a plummet for people, is trying to figure out, oh my goodness, what am I when I'm not this? And I love helping people figure that out. That is one of the most magical parts of my work, is getting them to the other side of from profession to literally seizing retirement. It's really fun to do that, but some people don't remember or don't know how to connect those dots. This is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it makes sense. You work for 30, 40 years and you you get used to this this whole uh, daily grind of doing your job. Whether you love your job or you don't, you just... You get to, to a point where that's that's who you are. you're identified identified by it, you're that expert in that field because you've been doing it for so long and you you know you, you, if you've got a family, you take care of your family, you take care of the kids and then you kind of at some point, kids move out and then the job transitions to retirement and you got to find a way to fill in. Uh, what those things were for you. And I, I, yeah, I, if I think about it right now, I don't know what retirement would look like for me because we're not really taught to think about that. Just, Hey, get to retirement, get to retirement. And the rest, you know, if you can, if you can financially plan perfectly for retirement, then the rest will be great. It's your golden years, but nobody ever asks, Hey, what are you going to do in those golden years? Once you're not working and the kids are successfully out of the house and everything like that. So I think that's a really nice thing that you have a way to help people think through that. Um, Holly, I've got, I have had a chance to take a look at your book and it seems like there's a lot in there. Your book is, uh, sunrise and sunsets, final affairs of forged with flair, finesse and functionality. Uh, so now I know this is a book kind of designed to talk about some of the tougher things when it comes to retirement. So tell us about that. What made you write that book? Was there a need that you were seeing? And then how does it play into someone's journey? as far as retirement goes.
3: Thank you so much, Merce. I was actually studying, uh, end of life. And, um, in my gerontological studies, I realized something that I just couldn't believe, and that was less than 30% of people were planning for what 100% of us will face. And that is dying, uh, less than 30% of people were completing a simple form, which was an advanced directive. And I just was like, oh my goodness all of us, unless we have, you know, some little, you know, bunny in the hat trick, all of us are going to die. And yet um, only, you know, 27 ish percent were actually completing an advanced directive. And many of those individuals were doing it at the crisis point because they had, you know, an an event that compelled them to do that. And the people that weren't uh, doing it the situation was dire. It was, you know, when it's not filled out, an entire family could be in chaos. I uh, read so many and, and we, we see in the news um, stories that make the headlines that, you know, are very, very memorable. Uh, and, and there's infighting and families don't agree with what happens. And somebody is stuck with that decision of what to do with somebody for end of life. And so I was like, oh my goodness, I looked and decided, you know, and studied all the many reasons why people weren't doing this. And I said, I want to make this easier for people. I want to try to make people do this. I want to maybe give people a breadcrumb trail and help them plan. And then I realized, wait, there's so much more people need to do. Um, If, if I was uh, going to pass, what, what would I want my kids to have? Um, What would make it easy for them? And I wanted to give them the everything toolbox uh, for my passing. And so it just kind of started coming together and there was 12 steps and the acronym for those 12 steps ended up being created peace uh, because I was able to make it easily be that. Uh, So in those 12 steps, created peace was an end of life um, planning toolkit and so um, it's the financial, it's the spiritual, it's the personal, um, and it's it's the the entire details for somebody to plan for the end, and inspire your grand new beginning from bucket lists uh, to getting your house in order, uh, to legal, to personal, to everything.
1: So that's quite interesting. You know, the name of our of our firm is Peace of Mind Wealth Management. Yes, and so means- and, you know, and, and we are very very focused on. That we we see people, you know, coming close to retirement and they re- sometimes they don't realize all the different steps that that are needed. You know, we we say they focus on maybe do I have enough money? And that becomes the focus. And the reality is when we start looking at it, it's like, okay, that's that's one piece, but that's yeah. not gonna get you, that's not gonna give you peace of mind in your retirement. Mm-hmm. So as I hear you say this, it it really resonates with what we talk to folks about. So let me ask you this. For people that are listening to the show, they're 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 they maybe thinking about right now their own situation. Cause when you have these kind of conversations, they start running through their mind, their own, their own life, their own their own situation. What what would you say to the, the listeners and say, this is how you begin the process? This is the steps that you need to start. Like, cause sometimes we find it you kind of got to give somebody step by step in order for them to be able to make it all the way through. Otherwise, it just sounds overwhelming. Uh, so how would you say, how do you initiate that? What's what's my beginning steps?
3: Well, the one thing I would tell listeners, and thank you so much for listening, is that there's no day of the week called someday. There is today. So this is something that you don't put off till someday. It's something that we take action on. And uh, because nobody wants to plan for this, but I promise you I've made it fun and peace. Uh, is seems to be the theme of the show. And this is something that does do that. It gives you peace. And when we have peace, what happens? We feel really, really good. And that's what it does. Once you begin, I've had so many letters from uh, readers that said, oh my goodness, I had no idea would feel so good. And they're living great. Uh, And their life plan has changed, just like in the grand work that you do. I would tell them to, at minimum, uh, just go online and search advanced directive and do that. And um, the sad reality is that we drive on highways home and on vacation and everywhere we go, and we see signs of entire families, worst of days, and that is crosses on the side of the road. And uh, it's, it's a terrible tragedy that is a reality. And so it can happen and life is unpredictable and having an advanced directive is something that you do to relieve burden from your family and you put your wishes in writing and you don't shift that burden to somebody because sometimes families don't agree with what that is. And then the entire family can be doing the very thing you would never want, which is they never speak again, some of them. And um, I just, even in the book that Merce has um, that uh, he you know, in, in certain chapters, I've shared stories and it shows that families have never spoken again over, uh, decisions that were made on behalf of somebody. And that's the last thing any of us want. I think if something happened to me, but, you know, obviously I wrote the book, so I've done an advanced directive, but if I hadn't, um, I would never want my passing to be the very thing that led to, um, my entire family in, in fighting and never speaking again. Um, the other thing that I would say is to get your personal house in order um, because the crisis point is never the time to do it. So if you have any past transgressions or if you have any guilt or if you have any harboring uh, or anything that you don't feel good about to get that right. Um, I have a thing in the book called the kick the bucket list and uh, to go ahead and um, pick up the phone and call that person. And, um, get that right. And if there's something, um, that you just had, it's been nagging you, um, live on the good side and get it behind you and, um, live in peace today. Don't say I'll do it someday, but get it right now for you. Um, and you'd be surprised how literally li- getting rid of that burden allows you to live in good graces today.
0: Well, that's great. Thanks for those, uh, tips of advice, everyone listening, I hope you took some notes there because it's, it's simple what Holly said, but obviously we're all so good at procrastinating and letting other things get in the way. And the things that you've talked about here are major, major. So thanks once again, for taking some time with us to talk about not the easiest subject to talk about, but you've done it in such a nice manner real quick. We've got a couple minutes left. Just tell us Holly, what is it that you love about what you do?
3: Oh, I so love helping people redesign the most amazing years of their life. I love helping them rediscover their childlike wonder, uh, when they are literally at that point from retirement to, I have no idea what's next. I love helping them figure it out. Uh, somebody that is like, okay, now what, um, and maybe they think that there's just nothing left for them. Um, they can They can actually try out for a play and they say, oh my goodness, I'm acting. I can't believe this. How did I get here? And um, just the excitement when they realize that there's just so much left for them and that uh, watching the momentum um, I have had, um, the reality is uh, uh, there's people that have been on my show that affirm um, that 70, 80 years old, and they are literally going across the country in a camper and pulling it on talking even ladies hooking up campers and traveling of uh, a the country. Uh, there is nothing you can't do. It is only in your mind. And so I think the most important thing is to not, um, uh, short change yourself mentally and believe that you can, and don't buy into anything short of that because you are capable and you can, and, um, it's you're unstoppable.
1: Well, great. Well, um, Holly, what you've shared with us has been fantastic. So I know you work with individuals, you work with couples, you work in group settings, um, and you really help people when it comes to a lot of different things, whether that be their bucket list or their end of life planning or just being ready for retirement. So if somebody's listening to this, and they'd like to get more information about you and, and uh, how you work and how that you might be able to assist them, what's the best way for folks to connect with you get in touch with you?
3: Thank you so much for that. Uh, The Ladder Life Planning Institute is my company. And the easiest way to get there, what's easy to remember, is visit holly, H-O-L-L-E-Y, Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y.com, and it will take you right to the Ladder Life Planning Institute. You can visit there, learn more about the many services, what we do, and uh, just contact me there.
1: Well, fantastic. Again, thank you so much. It's been very enlightening, so we appreciate it very much.
3: I appreciate the education and the way that you usher people, uh, making the best of the years for them.
2: All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift our book,